unbeaten champ, Brandon the Heartbreaker Figueroa. Figueroa from Heartbreaker to Ribbreaker has been on a collision course with undefeated champion Stephen Fulton Jr. I'm the king of the 122-pound division. Now the electrifying unification bout fight fans have waited for is here. Another instant classic is on the horizon. Brandon Figueroa versus Stephen Fulton Jr. for the 122-pound unification title live on Showtime. This episode of Below the Belt is brought to you by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Being your best self feels damn good for your loved ones and for yourself. Visit betterhelp.com slash belt and get back to being you. Speaking of getting back, I'm back on the road, November 27th. That's right. You'll be stuffed full of turkey and mashed potatoes, but your boy's on the road, November 27th, Everett, Washington, about 30 miles outside of Seattle. Come on out. It's one night, one theater play only, Everett, Washington, Everett Theater out there in Everett, Washington. One night, one show only. We're damn near halfway sold out. Let's get going, Everett, Washington. And then for the New Year's, bring in 2022 with your thick friend here. What a better way to bring in the New Year's. I'm good luck, they say. December 30th through January 1st, I'm at Dania, Florida. It's Fort Lauderdale, and someone's wrestling upstairs, so that's cool. Fort Lauderdale, Florida, the old school Fort Lauderdale improv. They redid that thing, and I am headlining there December 30th through January 1st. So get your tickets now at FATKZ.com. And this Friday is Thick Friday. Everybody you know, any podcast, any merchandise person is going to wait till Black Friday. We're doing it different, man. We're doing Thick Friday. This Mother Trucking Friday is Thick Friday at thickboy.com. We'll have everything restocked. We'll have the new baseball jerseys. The Dodgers play. The Philadelphia Flyers play. Those jerseys are dropping. You've seen me rocking them on all the shows. The flannels, special built collabs. We have a ton of built and Thick Boy collabs dropping this Thick Friday. That's this Friday. Thickboy.com. Get you some. Traded football for some fight gear, then got punched right in the face. Woke up with a baby, puke all over the place. But I keep the ground with TYK. This is the best I've ever felt. Started doing stand up. There's a new hand I've been dealt. So right before this makeup on my face begins to melt, it's time to go below the belt. What is up, Below the Belt listeners? What's up, thicky thickies, thickers? The thickest is right here, man. Uh, Monday morning. It's a, it's I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's hot in L.A. It is hot out here. It is toasty as shit. Uh, so we get toasty. Chin, let's do it from the jump, dog. Let's do it. Tiger <laughs> Thick Whiskey is dropping. Yeah. I gave Chin the first bottle. You're the first one to get a bottle. First one. A lot of people ask him by Brett for Chin. Jimbo's chin. also drinking. So shout out to Jimbo. Jimbo, Brandon. enjoy. If you don't like it, keep that to yourself. <laughs> he already says he loves it. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, Smooth, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Really good. Me and my girl drank it last night. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Long time coming, man. Boy, you do not know the alcohol game until your ball's deep in it. It is a beast. It's like Yellowstone. Everybody has their land, and you got to try and get in and take over and distribution and the alcohol commission team. It is a beast. Thank God I have a good team who's helping out with that based out of Atlanta. Yeah, Tiger Thick, man, coming soon. Nationwide first, then worldwide, baby. We're taking over. I'll have news on all the stores and everybody who's going to carry it and the distribution, all that uh, for you guys this week. So looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, it's the first ever, ever, ever 
uh, blend of Japanese whiskey. That's what took so long, to be honest. Getting the, because it has to be aged a certain amount of years in these whiskey barrels, and then you put it on a ship. You, you fucking take the ship over to the States, and it gets to the States. Then you mix the bourbon in America with the whiskey, and it has to be a certain percentage, and the alcohol commission has to sign off on it. So it's just a beast, man. I think it'd been easier if I was just like, oh, I'm just going to make a bourbon from wherever. You know, especially in America, that'd been the easy route, but we don't do it easy. And I'm telling you, it's worth it. It was worth the wait. I'm a whiskey connoisseur. I drink whiskey all the goddamn time. Some would say I was an alcoholic during the pandemic. If you ask my girl watching Yellowstone, I drank way too much whiskey, but it's going to be tough to beat this one. This one is smooth, baby. That's what we're going for. So looking forward to it, man. Excited for you guys to see it. The label's already won awards. It's just the, the best of the best all collabed on this. And I think if... You know, if I was like, I'm not throwing shade at anybody. If I was like, you know, Kendall Jenner with her tequila or some shit, like, come on, come on. She she was just like, yeah, use my name. And then some team ran off with it. And then she's like, 818, that makes sense. Yeah, I'll sell that. It's different when you're in it from the, the ground up, like the the label, the the details, the bottle, the shape of the bottle, the taste, like you're talking years went into everything and seeking out the best of the best from the labels to the bottles, to the distribution, to the team, the marketing. So it's a little different. This isn't one of those things where somebody who likes whiskey is like, yeah, throw my name on it and throw thick on there and let's sell it. This isn't that the case at all. This was as those, they say in Hollywood, a passion project. So I'm looking forward to it, man. Looking forward to it. My son saw the bottles and he's all, that's my name. I'm like, yeah, dude, I named it after you. And he's like, Tiger Thick. He's like, I'm thick. He goes, Dad, am I thick? Oh, you're not very thick, dude. Your brother's thick, which is why I want to talk to the family about putting Boston on keto. I don't know if it's too early at two, but the kid needs to tone down on the carbs. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, man, fresh off the, uh, the plane from Dallas, Texas, Addison Improv. Shout out to all the Texans who came out. Uh, there's a reason why I have a, a Texas tattoo. I, what, I've been headlining for six years. We've been coming for damn near seven. I don't think I've never not sold a show out in Texas. So that's where the tattoo comes from. That's that's my love for you guys, man. And that was uh, that was the last show on Saturday night. So it's different about this one when I shot my special when I did it with Showtime after doing stand-up for two weeks. The difference with, with this one is uh, it's all my team. It's all my staff uh, I decided to shoot, fund everything myself, and then sell it to a major carrier, which I will announce once uh, the time is right. Um, you know, with the Showtime one, you're talking about big production, the, the, the staff, the the producers who, you know, worked on Tosh.0 stuff, and he, yeah, he did Dan Tosh specials, and Trevor Noah, you know, you're talking about a big boy. Well, I don't know him. I met him once. We went over my set. He came to the store and watched my set, but that's it, man. He's not like my boy. Great guy, beast at what he does. But for this, this is my squad. Everybody knows. It felt like a typical weekend. Um, you know, there's a lot of nerves with the with the Showtime one. You know, I had Joe Rogan opening for me. I'm a theater that seats fucking 3,000. You know, it was, just a, it was just a different vibe. I remember after that, I was like, I'm going to do it different next time I do this. And by different, I mean... I love clubs, man. I absolutely love doing stand-up comedy in clubs. Theaters are great. And can I do theaters? Sure. But clubs are where comedy is supposed to be at. I feed off the energy of the room. And you'll see it. You'll see it. So we tape four. Most, most, whether you're doing a special for Netflix, Comedy Central, HBO, Showtime, most of them, some shoot two. 
if you're a big boy, shoot four. Um, so it's my team. So we, we could have shot six because the staff is there, but we decided to shoot four. And by doing a club, you're hoping that one of the nights is special or one of the shows is special. So Thursday night didn't shoot. Crowd was phenomenal. I'm like, damn, wish we shot that one. Friday early show, good. But remember, the, you, you're coming off work. You got kids, babysitter. You're rushing there, a little tired, just trying to, you know, get comfortable. Solid crowd. None of the crowds are bad, but solid, but not special quality. And then freaking Saturday early show. Saturday early show. Uh, the, again, the whole squad was there. David Lucas, Chappelle Backflip Lacey, Justin, Kyle, Casey, Mike, the whole squad besides Chin was there. Everybody's there. The whole George is big ass. I flew in from Chicago, my good luck charm. He came in on Saturday. Everything was set up for it to be a special night. Then the early show Saturday night, Saturday night, and every all the stars aligned, everything lined up, and I knew I knew it was gonna be fucking special. Because uh, David Lucas is, you know, he's a very raw and dirty comic. And some people fuck with him, some don't. Well, he's a great joke writer. And some crowds can, you know, especially if they're like coming off work and shit, he'll put you on your heels. Like, Jesus Christ, dude, calm down. But this crowd ran with it and he fucking nailed it. He nailed it and the crowd was going nuts. And he came back to the locker room and, or back to the locker room. He came back to the, <laughs> basically the locker room because we're a team. But he came back to the green room, and I'm grabbing his big ass, slapping his big ass around. I was so fired up, and I was like, I'm telling you, man, this is the one. So then I go out there, and the crowd was so loud. Remember, this is supposed to be 30 minutes. And every time it's been right around 29, you know, 55 seconds, right at 30, maybe 31. This one that we shot was 40 minutes because the, the, the cadence, the relationship with the crowd, because it was so loud, and they were so into everything I was saying, and – they just vied with it, with the laughs and everything. We hit the 40-minute uh, marker, and that's the, that, that's the one you guys are going to see. So I have to edit some of it to get it down there, but um, I literally yelled in the mic to the team, this is the one, boys, and that's the picture you see there. And it was fucking unreal, man. Couldn't have went any better. It's the best I got right now. No, there's, there's more girls in that crowd now, Chin. <laughs> there's more girls, <laughs> yes, dog. There is. Your boy fan base is growing. Mm -hmm. Just not the bros. Get a couple the ladies there. Yeah, I'm, it, dude, standing room only. Yeah, it was nutsos. Nutsos. God, it was fun. It was so fun. It went by so quick. Went to JFK. I've seen it 1,000 fucking times where he's assassinated. I find it amazing when people will go, because they have X on the road, right? They have the... Mm -hmm. They have like the Dallas government building where Harvey Lee Oswald, uh, quote unquote, shot JFK from in the, I think it was sixth or seventh uh, room. Someone's wrestling up there. That's cool. I know. They're playing. They're, Please excuse me. doing construction. They're doing judo toss. So that's cool. Yeah. It's, it's judo toss night. Oh, that's cool. Constantly. While we're, while we're uh, recording. So that's fun. But uh, okay. They're really throwing <laughs> each other around. So. Um, so the, and the that building where Harvey Lee Oswald worked, um, and they supposedly shot, you know. So they have that building where it's open, and there's like a box there, so you know which uh, fucking window it is. And then on the road that uh, JFK went down on his uh, when he's touring Dallas, there it is, the infamous. You know, you've seen that uh, tape. But they have X in the road where he was first shot through the throat. Um, some say it was through the back, but we all know it's the throat. And then the the final X is where he was shot in the head. Um, 
they have access there. And it's weird to me that people where they come, you know, out of towners, tourists and stuff come from out of town. They go there and they'll like post a picture like smiling or like giving a peace sign. It's like, God, dog, literally a man died there. And I know it's years ago, so maybe we don't have the same connection of it. But can you imagine that anywhere else? Like, even though I went to Bruce Lee's grave, I'm going to smile at the fucking tombstone. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I find it disrespectful, man. And you'll see it on the vlog this week. I give uh, my insights on what I think happened, and it goes deep. I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but when it comes to that one, come on, bro. And even Biden won't release all the tapes. Even Trump couldn't release all the tapes. They don't want us to know what really happened. That's the only one I really fucks with as far as conspiracies. Okay, they're doing straight up double legs <laughs> now. It's getting crazier now. Yeah, it's getting crazier. So that's fantastic. But yeah, man, shout out to Dallas. Couldn't pick the better spot. Couldn't worked out better. Shout out to the whole team for crushing this. Now the work starts and this thing, put all together, the coloring, the audio, the whole shebang. This is where the work starts for them, but uh, which I will also be involved in. But also, my work's kind of done with that. So now I got to come up with a new 30. I'm not going to be one of those guys who hangs onto the special for six months and then, you know, just tours with that same material. I uh, write new shit as we speak. And uh, if it's up to me, again, a lot of it's not. But if it's up to me, you know, and the, the network that picked it up, I would like to drop around the holidays, around mid-December, at the latest January. There's nothing worse when you shoot something, you're just hanging on to it. So we'll see, man. A lot of work went into this. A lot of fucking work went into it. And I think it's going to show, and I think you guys are going to dig it. I cannot wait. So excited, man. Let's take a little break from the drama in the MMA world, because guess what, man? It's going to expand out there to fix your car. Whatever ride you have, you want to take care of your whip, man. But why pay all that money? Sometimes you spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chainsaw or a new car dealership. But go to my friends at rockauto.com. They will save you money. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Whatever hoop do you have, whatever whip you got, we got you covered, man. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers like your boy here. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? What are you doing? Save money. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your whip. Write BTB in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know I sent you. Amazing selections, crazy low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. I know the winter's coming, man, and you're trying to look like John Dutton after you got shot on Yellowstone, trying to grow out that beard, look like you're on the Country Music Award list, red carpet. Sometimes the beards aren't it, man. Sometimes you're like me. You can't grow a thick beard. Have you looked in the mirror lately? Have you looked in there? Have you? Let my friends at Harry help you out, man. Get back to looking fresh and clean. You, some of you are going back to the office. Don't come back with that freaking quarantine beard. That was fun when you're in your jammies zooming in, but now you're around people. People are smelling you, man. You got to shower, shave, the routine. Harry's can make two out of those things easier, dude. We can't help you with the shower. If you don't know Harry's, it's, it's about time you do, man. Harry's was created to be different from other shaving companies. Harry's crafts high-quality, long-lasting blades and durable weighted handles that make a close 
smooth quick shave it's enjoyable man that's right it's fun to do at a fair price refill blades start as low as two bucks an easy decision even easier new hairy customers get their starter set which includes a five blade razor a weighted handle foaming shave gel with alloy we got you covered man it's a 13 dollars value for all just three bucks plus harry offers a whole range of amazing face and body care products for the bros all delivered right to your freaking door man your boy shaves hair with harry's I know I don't have that thick Yellowstone beard, but I do what I can, dog. There's never been a better time to try Harry's. Go to harrys.com slash BTB to get your starter set for just 3 bucks. It's 100% satisfaction guaranteed, so you've got nothing to lose. Go to harrys.com, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com slash BTB right now to get this special offer. harrys.com slash BTB. This weekend, you had one hell of a, a main event. The rest of the card was whatever, and that's no shade on them, but um, you had two monsters in the featherweight division i would even say the face of the division even though he's not the champ max holloway uh versus yair rodriguez yair rodriguez you know he's had two years off um remember he's, he's he was even thinking about leaving the ufc um and man was he close and i was on the front lines with that helping him out um his team out and talking to scott coker you know personally about it and he was very close to signing with uh, Bellator. I always tell you guys, you know, when we're talking about betting on it and DraftKings stuff like that, obviously I have a relationship with DraftKings. And, you know, I when I give my picks, I'm obviously biased if it's someone I have a personal connect, connection with or I know them personally and stuff like that. So I always tell you that. But And I love Max Holloway. But even that, I, I never bet against Max. But the thing that bothered me about Yair is I question his heart. I questioned his mental strength going into this fight and he's talked about it before and taking two years off and stuff like that i'm never going to bet on that guy but you know what i think we put all that you know he's kind of put all that to rest you know taking two years off then putting a fight of the year contender on and i think if this was on a pay-per-view say it was on last weekend's pay-per-view people are calling this the fight of the year but because it was a fight night it's in the afternoon the rest of the cards you know, not great. I think kind of flew into the radar, but the hardcores, you know, definitely watch this and definitely got their money's worth if you, you know, have that ESPN app or where the hell it was on. So hats off to Yair Rodriguez. Even though he lost his fight, he would be my MVP of this card, which wasn't hard to beat, but he would be, there was a lot of finishes, thank God, but he would be the MVP of the card just because even though he's coming off a loss, I don't think his stock diminishes at all. I think him taking two years off, him going toe-to-toe with Max Holloway, who some still regard as the, the best in the division, uh, says a lot about Yair Rodriguez, and I think he can beat a lot of other guys. Now, what's next for him, especially when with him not losing really any you know, weight in the division, you know, going toe-to-toe with Max Holloway, and I had it 48-47, 49-46, whatever, but I had it 48-47. Those leg kicks really I thought was going to be a huge issue for Max Holloway. The big cut on Max Holloway I thought was going to be an issue. But Max, Max's volume just annihilates guys. Oh, he's taking his head and rubbing it in the ground. Now. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, man. This is fantastic. I Welcome know. to Thick Boy Studios. Um, but yeah, Yai Rodriguez is a fucking stud, man. And I think, you know, I think they did, I've always said this, I think they did him a dis- disservice by giving Frank Yeager so young and uh, green behind the ears. And I think that really off-railed him and what he could have pot- potentially done. But Kudos to him, man, for bouncing back, putting the work in, and you know taking two years off. And then now a lot of us want to see him fight again, so hopefully he heals up. I would like some Mexican on Mexican crime next. I would like Brian Ortega versus Yair Rodriguez. Mexican on Mexican crime, doing Mexico. 
Uh, that'd be fantastic. And Yair versus Brian Ortega is a motherfucking fight. For Max Holloway, you know, I, I was thinking about this on the drive-in. When you look at the UFC, you know, obviously it's important to be a champion because, uh, well, it's important to be a champion because you're, you're, you're guaranteed to get a certain amount of income and obviously you're, you're regarded as the best fighter in that division. That, and that's big. But when you think about the UFC, the most famous guys – and the guys who make the most money aren't champs. They're not champions at all. So, you know, if you think about the featherweight division, who's the most popular guy in the division? Max Holloway, not a champ. When you think about the other three guys who earn the most money fighting, it's Conor McGregor, not a champion. Um, you know, not a champion in any regards, but makes the most money. It'd be Jorge Masvidal, not a champion. And uh, Nate Diaz, not a champion. And these are guys who call their shots. They're one of the only guys who call their shots. And, you know, they're, they're by far the most famous, by far can sell out any venue in the world, and they're not champions. And some of them are far from it, but they're the ones that people know best, and it kind of shows you that you don't need to be champion, man. Now, those guys, besides Nate, have all been champions before in the UFC, all of them, but that's nor here nor there now. Their, their names are bigger than, than, the, than the belt, which is, says a lot. I think Max Holloway is the same thing. The difference between Max Holloway, when you think about Connor, Jorge, and Nate, I don't think the three of them are ever going to be champions again. I, I don't think it's going to happen. They're still going to be the biggest names in the sport. For Max Holloway, he can be champion again. He's the only one out of those key guys uh, that, could, that still has the capability of being champion. You know, and, and whatever – whether it's boxing or mixed martial arts, especially in the UFC, it's very rare you get a trilogy fight. And I don't know why, because I would love to see Max versus uh, Volkanovski again. Because there's a lot of people that believe Max beat him that second fight. So might as well do a trilogy, because you know, even though the, the record shows that Volkanovski beat him twice, the fans aren't buying it. And I think that actually hurts Volkanovski. And for Volkanovski to completely move on and be the, the king in the featherweight division, he has to go out there and decisively beat Max Holloway. He has to. And I think for Max and his career and his legacy, he has to get that trilogy fight. So for Max, that's what I would do next. I know people are talking about a Connor fight. Who knows where Connor is with his leg? Um, no, I, I do think that'd be a tough fight for 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 Connor, um, depending what version of Connor we get. Because Max has been active, um, you know, Connor's been going through some shit outside the octagon. So I, I do think that'd be a different fight than the first time they fought. Remember that was a young Max, but also to Connor's defense, he also f beat him what with one leg as well. He had a torn, uh, I think MCL or meniscus, some shit in that fight. Still beat Max Holloway, but again, very green Max Holloway. You're talking about a different Max Holloway now, so. I would definitely like to see a rematch, but for Max, I think it's title or bust. You fight Volkanovski. The Connor fight's never going anywhere, ever. Um, so Max is a motherfucking beast, man. Fight of the year. And that, was a, that wasn't an easy fight, man. That was not an easy fight at all. Chaos Williams getting the job done. Listen, your name can't be Chaos Williams and go to decisions all the time. Chaos, and that was his God-given name, Chaos? Yeah. Is that, is that true? Yeah. Was that a nickname? And then is his real name like Brian Williams, and we just call him <laughs> fucking Chaos because he was a beast as a kid? Kalen Fidel Williams. Kay so that's a nickname. What, what's his name? Kalen. Kalen. Callen. 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 <laughs> but with a K. Callen Chaos Fidel Williams. What a name. Uh, Williams got his first taste of knocking tonight when he floored another teenager in a street fight. Okay. Shook hands afterward. Well, 
um, Jackson Public School. Um, Williams earned a high school diploma through an online program while incarcerated at Jackson County Jail after being convicted of selling cocaine. All right. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's cool that he goes by Chaos as his first name then. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I mean, that's a great fucking name. Yeah, the chaos would be weird to nickname it. I mean, just chaos. You know, because you're just, what if he's like a chill, like boring kid? Like, what's your name? Chaos. Like, All right, dude, get a Red Bull or some shit. Overall, good night of fights, though. Yeah. All right, what do you got, Chin? There's a lot of drama going on in the mixed martial arts There's world. There's a ton, yeah. Well, you mentioned Col- uh, Conor McGregor and Max. This is Conor <laughs> pacing by the TV when Max was about to fight. Not going to lie, I thought he'd have a bigger TV. It's very true. Not gonna lie, he looks he like looks yoked jacked. though. Yeah, he looks super yoked. That's on Sports Center. So this is funny. This is his uh, Connor talking to his wife. All right, babe, just record this quick. <laughs> <laughs> Connor staring all the way down. Connor's the despite what you think, he looks so jacked. Yeah. Despite what you think about Connor, there's nobody better at staying relevant than whatever it is, <clears throat> whether it's negative or positive. Whenever a guy is starting to do things and he has some sort of connection to him. Nobody is better, and Le- LeBron in basketball, right? Like Connor's similar to LeBron. Where remember when the Greek Freak won the 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 NBA Finals and won the MVP, and then he won that on Saturday. On Monday, the news of the NBA wasn't how great the Greek Freak is and where he's at in all time greats and going to the next season. On the, there was no talk about it. Um, LeBron's team went. No, we can't have him getting all the shine. His team announced LeBron, the first active billionaire in the NBA. And that was a talk. That's his team being like, no, no, no. Remember, it's still LeBron's fucking league. With Connor, he doesn't have that same PR team. I'm sure he has a good PR team, but he's doing it all himself on social media. So whenever the talks, Max Holloway or Nate Diaz or Izzy or John Jones, Connor just be like, mm, fuck this. And then if he has any connection to him, he takes it over. He takes it over. And then it just keeps Connor fresh in your mind. Mm-hmm. And then now we're talking about Connor, Max Holloway, Connor, this, he should fight this guy. Connor, it's, it's, it's the Connor train. Yeah. There's nobody better at putting himself into the, the news. There's nobody better in the sport. Yep. And I would love a Connor versus Max fight. Love it. Especially these days. Think, yeah. about, think about Chandler Gaethje. Fight of the fucking year. Next thing happens, what? Connor, uh, I'd love to fight Chandler. Yeah, we'll do it. And then we're talking about Connor Chandler. Not even Gaethje, what's fighting for it? It's Connor took over the news last week too, yeah. on the biggest pay per views. He just sits back, man, <laughs> and writes a lot on Twitter. Say what you want about him? He's a fucking marketing genius. All right, so there are other fights that happened over the weekend. This is uh, Bellator, obviously. Chris Cyborg, Chris Cyborg, beat KO'd the shit out of Kavanaugh. some girl. Yep, I saw that. Mm-hmm. And that was Aaron Pico won again. That's great against Justin Gonzalez, who's a beast, man. Yeah. And Pico, just sit, just going three rounds for Pico is good for him, for his longevity. Then that Valerie Laredo yep. again, yep, hell People yeah. say that, you know, they're feeding her like, you know, obviously. I don't give Not fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just trying to see that girl win and dance. I know, I know. And there's also BKFC, and this was a shocker to me. So remember Hector Lombard and that guy Lorenzo Hunt? Lorenzo Hunt, that got kind of like cheap shotted by Hector Lombard in the ring, and yeah, I, I thought for that. sure he was going to lose. Mm-hmm. He actually won unanimous, unanimous decision against Hector what Lombard. A beast, dude. Yeah. He beats Hector Lombard. First I know. Two cheeks. <laughs> and then our girl Pearl Gonzalez lost. Yep, she did. There's that like a sucks. thing behind it, too, that we have. Well, first, we'll do this. God, Rotho's been fighting for it. Yeah. God damn. That oh, there he is right here, right? Quicker. So he's wobbled. But he's still fighting. Hold on. Uh, Herb Dean. 
Uh, no, he's bad. He's definitely bad. Uh, Herb Dean comes in here. Watch this. Oh, 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 yeah. So Herb Dean grabs the guy. Then he lets him go. Then he says he calls it. So Herb Dean has done this a few times. So Dana White is just being honest, saying like he should stop touching people. Yeah, you know, unless you make a decision, stop it or just let it go. Don't touch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes the fighter look bad. It makes people like, oh come on, like it's taken away from like he was obviously going to finish him there. Yeah, but we need to see the finish, dude. Herb, you got to get out of the way. And if you touch someone, you're already finishing it. You're just saying it's done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As soon as you touch him, he's he's like, what am I doing? Balls to the wall. Yeah, come on. So it's like, you've been doing it too long, dude. I feel like he must be reading a bunch of different comments and stuff. So he's kind of like, it's getting into his Sensitive head instead of it. being like him himself, you know. God, if you're the a pro that he is. judge and you read comments, you're a moron. I feel like that's kind of what people do, though, you know? It's and it, it affects our judgment. It's crazy. Yeah. Herb's how old? 40 something? <laughs> Good you question. Know, YouTube comments or fucking Instagram. What is, what is he getting his news from? He is 51. 51? From no Pasadena. way. Yeah. I didn't quit, think it was that old. Quit reading. No, this is just my guess. Because, I mean, he's he's hearing people say, like, you know, he's stopping it too early or too late. So he's probably, like, so not. His brain's like. Yeah, yeah, not going off his own judgment. Sheer dog. And stops it. Yeah. Okay, there's that. And this is really cool. Uh, Max Holloway and the Yair meeting in the ambulance. Middle of the day. You get the whole night to chill. I think he broke his foot, yeah? Oh, yeah, you'll see pictures of his foot. They're very similar, right? Yeah. Yeah, here's the Mexican Max Holloway. General comment, general. This is what sports is all about. It's cool to see, though, you know? Yeah, I mean, I expect it. And then Yara Two just... Two good guys. Yeah, Yara, I'm sure, impressed so many different people. I don't think he would do that well against Max. I didn't either. Yeah. After two years, hats off to him, man. Exactly. He proved me wrong. Here's real quick the knockout that Cyborg did. Bam. I mean, that girl had the same haircut, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cyborg being the shit out of some girl we've never heard of. I think Cyborg and uh, that Kyla Harrison, they're kind of in the same boat, right? Like, you can stay there and just be, you know, king of this, this small pond, you know, if that's what you want to do. And they're both great, both in discussion of grace of all time. Mm-hmm. But I think they both know what they need to do if they want to be actual the greatest of all time. The best female fighter on the planet's in the mm-hmm. UFC, Amanda Nunes. And I would love to hear arguments. Well, Cyborg, they fought. Yeah. But they fought. She knocked her out. Yeah, but Cy- they fought and she knocked her out. I know, but Cy- they fought and she knocked her out. <laughs> Let's take a little break again from chatting all things Conor McGregor and Khabib because that's all we talk about on here. And listen, man, do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam. They're out to get you, man. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Sometimes you don't even know, and you're like, what? $99 for a freaking filter on my IG? What are we doing, man? Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, you don't want, or you forgot about, man. They're still charging you. On average, people save up to 720 bucks a year with Truebill. Could you use 720 bucks? Try Truebill, for God's sakes. Companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your account. Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one freaking tap. Your Truebill 
Concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to, man. Truebill has over 2 million users and helped save them over 100 million bucks. My boy Matthew says, in a matter of seconds, I save 660 bucks for the year on my DirecTV bill. Save 120 bucks for the year on my Sirius bill. Save 840 bucks a year on my car insurance. Don't fall for subscription scams, man. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash belt. Go right now to Truebill.com slash belt. It could save you thousands. Jesus Christ, that's his foot? Yeah, that's Yair's foot. It's, it's insanely bad. Boston foot. <laughs> but not as color. You know babies not... have fat on top of their toes? It's yeah. so strange. I'm putting that kid on fucking keto, man. Fat enough. And babies have that weird bruising look on their ankles, too, sometimes. Babies? The colorish? Yeah, the color? Yeah. <laughs> he definitely broke his foot, but those kicks were filthy. Yeah, yeah. Back to bare knuckle fighting. So, Pro Gonzalez did lose to Britton Hart. Britton Hart is now, I think, married to Joey Beltran. You, you know, ex-UFC fighter. Yeah, I love Joey. And then this is their press conference, and Pearl's pretty much saying that Joey slid into her DMs. Fucking busted with your fake-ass Louis Vuitton. Sit your ass down, bitch. Hey, you know what? My fake-ass Louis Vuitton at least is not fucking two fake pair of tits that don't even hey, get I know you want to see these. I bet your man wants to see them, too. Really? Yeah. He was in oh, my DMs. Hey, I still like Pearl. She looks freaking She's such hot, a bad yeah. It's weird to uh, make fun of a girl's fake tits. I know, because pretty much so That's many you have girls fake have tits, bitches, too, on 21. <laughs> I know, Who majority doesn't? of girls. So, unfortunately, Jorge Masvidal has an undisclosed injury, so he can't fight Leon Edwards for UFC 269. I feel bad for Leon, right? Because Jorge's going to be, Jorge could not fight for five years and still come back and have a fan base. For Leon, it's like, even though the guy's won nine fucking straight and should have a title shot, um, this, this is where it gets a little dicey. Is it's not like you know Hamzat was like put me in I'll beat the Shem. Uh, Nick Diaz was like put me in. I was like oh I like all these fuck yeah do it. Yeah. But Leon's off the card, so that means this injury is serious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's either it's either two sides of the coin here. Either it's real serious, and Leon's like no I'm not going to risk this title shot fighting Hamzat, a guy who's not ranked that high, or fighting you know Nick Diaz even though it's a huge title fight or a huge money maker fight. But um, so it's either that he didn't want to just fight anybody because he didn't want to risk, you know, not getting the title shot next. He wanted to be calculated and smart about it, which I respect. You got to be a businessman first. Or, you know, and they're like, hey, we'll just throw you this guy. Or he's like, nope, we're going to go back. We want a, a regular fight, not a last-minute replacement. I've worked too hard to get to this point. And uh, Masvidal is really hurt. It's going to be a long time. So he's like, yeah. we're just going to pull out, dude. Because it's rare the other guy pulls out, right? Yeah. He says, disappointed, but honestly, I knew this fraud didn't want to fight me anyway. He was just a stop off on the way to the title. The goal remains the same. Much needed family time now. Kamar Usman, I'll see you soon. Just get, just fucking make Leon Edward Kamar Usman so we can move on, for God's sakes. <laughs> just do this. You know what I'm saying? I, he's The guy's fucking earned it. But we're in this weird entertainment era, too, where, you, you know. And the UFC's tried, man. They gave him Nate Diaz, and he was doing so well. But we need a finish, which is impossible to get. We need a finish. And then the last three seconds, he gets clipped, so it shakes that for him. I would love him to fight Nick Diaz. That had been a great fight for him. Nick Diaz did throw his name in the hat as well. Out of Muhammad, Nick Diaz, and Hamzat, I go with Nick Diaz all day. Everyone's going to want to watch it. If you know he didn't look great his last outing, it, out of those guys, it might be the easiest fight for you. It's a huge name. You win that, there's no way they don't give you a title shot. So now... You know, his team like, well, we'll just wait for the title now. We're just going to wait wait it out. But that's what he's been doing. He just waits. It, he waits it out. Waits I know. 
he definitely deserves a shot. So ain't like, nobody fighting Hamzat short notice. That's <laughs> terrible. Idea. That guy scares the fuck out. He's so freaking scary. Yeah, they're like, nah, I'm good. After Masvidal pulled out, Connor tweeted this. Here comes Connor putting his name yep. in. Oh, are you guys talking MMA? Let me tweet something out. Uh, it's also Jorge Masvidal's birthday. I think you misspelled Masvidal, whatever. It's also Jorge Masvidal's birthday, but he a bitch. Why, why not use correct grammar? But he a bitch for bottling the fight against Leon. Fuck your injury. You signed a fight, you fight. Strip that belt from him that he never even won. The BMF belt. Yeah, I don't, that's not real. I know. That's not real gold. Ho in a house coat. The fuck was that about as well? Last season's Versace house coat. Ha ha, what the fuck? Ibrahim Kawa, Maki Kawa's brother. Uh, and he was Jorge's, uh, manager. Yeah, yeah, great guy. He was saying that they were actually offered a fight for Conor McGregor at 155. Yeah, was it? Oh no, never, yeah, 155. But then Conor actually went to 170 to fight Cowboy at that same time. So they wanted to do 170, but then they actually offered him. UFC offered him to do 155. So and it's I heard easier. Connor said he's too big. Something like. But then Connor still went to 170 to fight Cowboy. Yeah. At Abraham underscore Kawa, K-A-W-A. Uh, remember when the UFC called us and asked us to drop to 155, and then Connor went on to fight Cowboy at 170? Too small for you, but just right for Cowboy? Hmm. hmm Yeah. That's awkward. Pipe down, little guy. Jorge. This is Jorge talking to Connor, right? Yep. Pipe down there, little guy. I'm in a good mood, so go annoy someone else before I put the contract to get you hospitalized again. Hashtag super necessary. Drama. <laughs> and this is uh, Kamara Usman talking about Connor and Jorge. He said, uh, you should be quiet. You cry about injuries more than anyone after you got your ass whipped. Um, damn, they can't say ass. That's a I know. It's so, come on. It's, it's written. Ass whipped foot, ankle, shin. What else am I missing? And then Connor responded with that. No, no one cares what the... F- no one cares what the fuck you're at. Huh. And you try so hard, too. I just don't know something's missing for you, though, for sure. God bless anyway. Yeah, Connor's everywhere. Like, he wants all the smoke, all the time, all the press, all the time. And he gets it. It is entertaining. Can you imagine uh, the UFC or MMA without Connor? Wouldn't be as fun. It would not be as fun, for sure. He's, like, the biggest that has ever touched the sport. Yeah, it's fun. So, yeah. Even though he's not doesn't win, we don't give a fuck. No. There's something Knocked that, out a DJ, we're like, whatever. <laughs> Isn't it weird how much shit we put up with? I know. With whatever. him and John Jones, I don't yeah, know. I'll watch it yeah. all day. Yeah. John, yeah, glad you found a team. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that yeah. soon. So literally a day after Bilal Muhammad, you know, put his name in the hat as well to fight Leon Edwards, it was announced that him and uh, Stephen Thompson are going to fight at UFC Vegas 45. Fight for Muhammad. Yeah, I feel like one boy's one win away from fighting for the title. This would do it. The tough fight for fighting. I mean, he listen, he's a tough fight for anybody. Yeah. But at least Muhammad got a big one. Yep. You know? Huge name. That's December 18th. Yep. There was opening odds for Hamzat if he did fight Leon Edwards. And of course, Leon Edwards, disrespected again. He's still the underdog. <laughs> Surprisingly, Rocky's a plus 150 underdog against undefeated youngster Hamzat. On the other hand, is already a 175 favorite over Edwards. Listen, I don't blame them. I told you guys, I don't know who's going to beat Hamzat. No. And it is too early because we need to see him against the, you know, tougher competition to say he's going to be champ. But... I mean, I don't see it. Yeah, I think he's been hit twice his entire career. He just mops mystique, the man. Guys, it's nuts. That's like Mike Tyson back in the day. Even more so because it's like he has so many ways to win. He's just walking through. Yeah, things. walking through them. I, yeah, I guess I would. I'd favor him over. <laughs> Leon. I'd put money on him. I'm betting, man. I put money on him over Leon, which is insane. Leon's won nine in a row. You fucks. You disrespectful fucks. <laughs> I'm putting money on Hamzat. 
We just need Hamza to get a big name and then see where he's at. Yeah. I have no idea where he's at. But God, am, am I all up on his Dagestani and Harry Nut? <laughs> he's incredible. Uh, by the way, I'll pay you 500 tomorrow. We have five kids tomorrow, right? Yeah. So 500 tomorrow. Brian decided to work I keep on forgetting. the today. I know. If you want to go to hell, that's your choice. <laughs> so you mentioned this earlier. So John Jones has a new team. He's training with Henry Cejudo. I thought he went to a team uh, in Albuquerque, on the outskirts of Albuquerque. It says Jackson's MMA Acoma. Yeah, I think it's where John originally started. Mm-hmm. He threw some shade at the Winkle John Jackson Super Camp. Uh, what do you get when you get the greatest combat athlete of all time? The greatest mixed martial arts of all time. Just wait and watch. Henry Cejudo. Yep. Wow. That'll be dope. Got everyone just bringing Henry Cejudo into their camp. Today I felt like a rookie. My mind was absolutely blown. New levels. Yeah, I mean, Cejudo's such Training with a the piece. smallest dude. Yeah, but I'm sure you can pick some stuff up. For sure, dude. Pick some Henry's stuff. a legend. So this is what Daniel Cormier Fuck wrote. Cejudo. Oh, wow. <laughs> Why is he mad at him? Henry Cejudo is a... Fellow Olympic wrestler. Yeah. So they have that kind of bond. Yeah. And now John Jones is training with Henry Cejudo. So he's like, you know, John Jones and Daniel, they don't like each other. I'm, but DC, you're not even fighting, dude. You're not, it's not like he's helping <laughs> him fight you. Like what? Listen, if, if That's John a good Jones point, called up, he's not, he's not fighting calls up Henry Cejudo, I was like, man, I saw what you're doing with Wele. It, it looks dope, man. I'd love to have you part of my team. And you're just going to heavyweight? You're not fighting DC and DC's retired? That's my boy? Like, why not? It's good for Henry Cejudo. This is what he wants to do. Like he comes in and he's like, you know, he's an outside source and people bring him to camps and he's like this, you know, he has a special pedigree, man. I bet the knowledge he has is fucking course, insane. Dude. And he's smart, well-spoken dude. Everyone loves Henry. Everyone loves him. As far as like, if you know him, I know King of Cringe or whatever. I don't, that's that WWE shit. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. But as far as a human being, he's great, man. Great coach. I don't get why DC would care. It's not it like he's helping John too. Jones become a good analyst, take his job. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's, it's done. And I love DC. This is very unlike DC, right? <laughs> I mean, it could be a, like a just joking, fun poke at him. I don't know. I mean, fuck Henry Cejudo. That's not, I mean, <laughs> you think? It's pretty, it's pretty aggressive, but yeah. I mean, if he wasn't that upset, he just put, come on, Henry. Really, dude? You're helping the dark side? You Lame know, like something. Or something. Yeah. But yeah. Fuck, fuck Henry Cejudo. so aggressive. Like, there's no way to, like, you know, that's pretty harsh. Yeah, that's pretty harsh. <laughs> Come on, DC. Life's good, baby. It's like when me and Ariel had our beef, DC was like, what are you doing, man? Like, we're all on the same team. Like, the goal should just be make money. We don't need to hate on each other. Of course. I'm, I'm with you, man. Yeah. So, DC, same thing, dude. <laughs> Henry's trying to make bang, bro. He's trying to get his name out there. Yeah. And what's this? Oh, this is just John Jones at Henry Sudo's. I believe it's his house. His mom making him food. Oh, damn. Yeah. Finish this food. <laughs> is that... You should know what this is, right? Yeah, my girl makes it. Is that uh, is that eggs with tortillas? Let's see. Is it fried eggs with fried tortillas and salsa? It looks like it. Well, that's good. So this was an older article. They were trying to put Kubrat Pulev. You remember him? He's trying to kiss that Asian reporter girl. Yeah, he's a stud. Remember? Yeah. Uh, so they were trying to put him and Vitor Belfort together for this fight, but that didn't work out. So now... Frank Mirror posted this, that he's actually fighting Kubrat Pulev. Shit, man. And that's that mixed kind of rules with boxing, MMA, but no strikes. I mean, I'm sorry, no kicks. You guys know I love fucking Frank. I just don't see why. I mean, you know, Frank's a real fighter. fighter. Hell yeah. Like, gets in his fucking He's heart. badass. So he just wants to test himself. I don't like it for him against these pro boxers. I'll tell you what's dope is uh, Eddie and I, Eddie Bravo and I were texting last night. 
he has a, a trailer for uh, he does that. It's like combat jujitsu. Yeah, yeah jiu-jitsu they slap each other with yeah. We can open hand palm strike. Yeah. I forget. Cowboy's going against this fucking freak. He's like the best jujitsu practitioner in the world right now. Cowboy. Cowboy is. Oh, they sure. just announced it. Dope. Yeah. It's probably on Eddie's uh, Instagram. But I was I told Eddie I'm like, dude, Cowboy's getting his fucking leg torn off. He's like, no man, it's kind of even because he can open hand palm strike. You know? Yeah. So he's like, that kind of levels the playing field. It's in Cancun, too, Daddy. Yeah. It's going to be dope, right? Dope, but very tough for Cowboy. Very tough. Yeah. They mentioned a bunch of different rules. Like, you can only half plumb. Uh, you can do bolo strikes. Have you ever heard of bolo strikes? Like, yeah, like you can I, grab the head and do this? Yeah, I never heard of that before. Yeah. But bolo strikes. It's frowned upon in boxing. <laughs> you can't have elbows, kicks. But what gloves do the they The gloves have? are smaller. So you'll see right here, actually. So the gloves are like that size. The half plumb. Yeah. I mean, the judge, the ref is like, what? What are, what are they doing? I know. It's going to be tough, to, especially for the first well, one. Also, the fans were like, elbow, you know, yeah. like, waist, so you can waist clinch, but yeah. you can't take down? Nope. No takedowns. Louis guy trying to explain it. Yeah, you can throw jabs. No shit. Mm-hmm. Crosses. Yep. Crosses, Any punches. Hooks. Yep. Please don't go uppercut. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> yep. Yeah, see the bolo punch. But yeah, just a bunch of different. Basically, you just can't do elbows and kicks. They're just hands. But so they're not gonna. Yeah, but you do. You can throw a superman punch. Oh, in a this is a funny one too. They said you can't do foot stomps, but you can put your foot on top of them. Put up. Put your foot on top of their foot without stomping. Dude, Frank might win this. So the, does the ref know like not to break it up if Frank gets the clinch? I didn't say anything about the. Uh, I, I saw nothing about breaking up the clinch. Yeah. If, if Frank's allowed to just. Tie, like tie clinch or clinch just like one. wrist like wrestling style and then yeah. fucking beat away frank's gonna beat his ass just can't get hit on the outside and he can step on his fucking toe dude frank's <laughs> gonna win this fight <laughs> all right. i'm all i'm those all in on frank now yeah so those oh, and there's knees no no they're saying these are what you can't do oh. no knees no nothing with the legs just basically all grabbing boxing but you can clinch yeah that's all it is yeah yeah it's boxing, but you can clinch, and I can break up the clinch. You can even do spinning back fist. You can't elbow, though. But spinning back fist is allowed. I mean, if Frank can control the distance, not get hit on the outside, use footwork, and then just take the barrage and fucking get an underhook and go to work, he's going to beat this fucking guy, mm-hmm. dude. Look who else is dude, on this he card. He beat most boxers. Mitrione's Yes. And who is he fighting? Trippy. So I had to look that up, too. Alexander Flores. And the first thing that popped up was this picture, and I'm like, of course Matt's going to win. But then this is an actor. This is the fighter. And it's the same weird rules? Yeah, same rules. Wait, is that the actor that turned into the boxer? No. <laughs> this is just the same guy, uh, same name. It oh, just okay. pops up on Wikipedia. But this is his record, 18 and 3. I mean, shit. Pro. So he lost to Luis Ortiz. Who did it? KO, yeah. Luis Ortiz. Joseph Parker. So he's losing to like the, the cream of the crop. Creme, you know? de, creme de la creme. Yeah. But then beating most. He beat, he beat Charles Martin, who's a former world champion. Mm. Oh no, he got knocked no, out. Lost, by yeah. So he's you know losing to like I was at that fight. He won his world championship because the guy rolled his ankle, so he couldn't continue. So he got his world championship by that. And they're like, "Cool story, you're world champion now." Here's fucking Anthony Joshua, and he got oh, annihilated. But still, get on Matt. Yeah, I mean, but again, uh, more so with Frank because Matt's not his background's not wrestling any facet or jujitsu, but he's an explosive athlete. Has heavy, heavy hands. Angles are gonna be different. But if you allow these guys to control the waist and you don't break it up and they get underhooks, it's gonna make it really for Frank. He's a monster with the underhook, super monster. Yeah, he'd beat a lot of boxers. Like I wouldn't be like 
If you allow Frank to control the hips and get an underhook, even him against like a Deontay Wilder Fury, it's gonna it's gonna cause some issues, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's gonna cause a lot of issues. Remember, Deron Williams was gonna fight. His opponent wasn't announced yet. It's gonna be former NFL star Frank Gore. Former NFL great, University of Miami's finest Frank Gore. I don't know why these guys do this. I guess something to do. You know, money stay competitive. Too, Frank sh- should have all the money. He he played in the NFL for 90 years. Mm. So more of a competitive thing. He's one of the greatest running backs to ever do it. He played at a time when guys were getting paid. That's cool, NBA versus NFL. Yeah, so that's for the Paul Fury card. See, I'd rather have that than like Frank Gore versus a former professional boxer. Like two athletes from different sports, that's fun. Four rounds, I'll watch that. Yeah. They need to take it serious like Ocho Cinco did. Like don't disrespect and just go in there, get in shape and not hit or spar like fucking, uh, what's his name? Nick, Nick, was it Nick Anderson? Was it Nate Robinson? Yeah, it was Robinson. a disaster. I think that helped out the the game with people like, oh, we got to take this serious. Back to Henry Cejudo, he thinks that because Kamaru Usman is so dominant, he's kind of like going through the division. He should go up and wait and fight his, you know, his boy. brother. They did say they would never fight. I just in the beginning they did say that, or Kamaru said that, but then he later on said that if you if the UFC tossed us like a hundred mil, we'll fight. Yeah, I'd fight my mom for a hundred. <laughs> Hundred million dollars? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Yeah, the UFC's like, yeah, we all would, dude. Yeah. A uh, hundred mil. So he said this on Rogan. Uh, I don't see myself ever fighting Israel, even though a lot of people have hinted towards it. Um, I don't see myself fighting him having two belts in Nigeria is better than just having one guy hold two belts. Then there's no desire desire there. That's my guy. He's special. You're both special, but I think um, if me and him decide we want to compete and the UFC is throwing hundred million at us, then That's we'll make more it happen. Recent. Yeah, sure, dude. I mean, again, I'd, I'd fight my mom. And <laughs> I'm guessing he's just him. throwing out 100 mil, but if it was like the price was right, he's saying that he'd probably fight him. And then Suhudo said that he has like the style to actually give him potentially, some yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. With his takedowns and his cardio, it could be, it could be some problems there. Definitely undersized for that. Yeah. Definitely undersized. Height too. For Kamaro, though, I just, I mean, if he wants to be the biggest name and go down as the greatest of all time, this would be the next step. Like, yeah, there's the Leon Edwards fight. There's that. But once that's done. Here's my thing with it. And it's, again, I, lo- I like Leon Edwards. I have no animosity towards him. How many pay-per-views does Leon versus Kamara? That's the tough part. Yeah. That's what sucks. Yeah. So I'm the UFC. I'm trying to make Izzy versus Usman happen. But I, I'm with Usman. Like, I don't want to fight him. He's my friend. But if you're going to pay us enough, I wonder if the UFC would pay enough. I wonder if the, it's, that draw is actually there. All right. So this was it. really interesting. Dana White said that a prelim fighter on the last card made 750K. Because you know how the Jake Paul keeps talking about how the fighters don't get enough money. Mm-hmm. So what? What do you pay one of your? Give us one fight. Give us one one pay per view. Feel like Barstool so only talks about pay. You know this kid Bojack. <laughs> yeah, the, the boxer. Yes, right? you know him. Yeah, he's a former world champion. Yes, he's a beast. He's fighting tomorrow. He's fighting this weekend, I guess, in, in the Middle East, and he's making seventy five thousand dollars. Jesus. Okay? Uh, a guy who isn't even, he, he's on the prelims, never been a world champion, and I won't mention his name, is making $750,000. A prelim fighter? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Prelim fighter. Wow. Never been a world champion. Interesting. Is making seven hundred fifty. And then Errol Hawani even said, well, I think we were guessing it's Michael Chandler, but Michael Chandler was a world champion for Bellator. So then uh, we'll look at the card. This is for UFC 268. Who says Michael Chandler? Ariel Hawani did. That's, he said that he was ref- most likely referring to him, but 
So these are all so the preliminary the guys. Under, but he said on the prelims. prelims. Yeah, Pre so. And never been a world champion. So Michael Chandler's out of that argument. If that's the truth, if Dana White's telling the truth. So it'd be any of these guys, Alex Perea and down. I mean, the only one I would think would be that Alex Perea. Yeah, but 750 grand? It's his sounds first, insane. Was his second fight? I think that's, that's his debut fight at the UFC. That's the only one I can think. Bobby Green's been a vet. Ally Quinn have been a vet. Ian Gary's also like a, you know, hot prospect. But 750K. But the, he's on his first fight contract. It'd have to be Alex Pereira, right? If it's true, then I would imagine that would be him. But I don't know. And maybe they pay him 750K with bonuses and stuff. They're adding all that. But even if that's the case, that's a shit ton, I would imagine, for a prelim a fighter. Yeah. Ton. Here's a quick one. Piotr Jan believes Aljamain's going to not fight again. Right, Ever? he's gonna pull out. No, he's gonna pull out again from the next time they fight. So he's calling out TJ Dillashaw. How's your recovery going, old cheater? That's always gonna be there. <laughs> TJ was PG on such a good fight. This one was kind of cool. This this is a Michael Chandler come back home after the fight. Obviously, his face was pretty mangled, yeah. and him talking to his son. Is he talking here? Yeah. My current decisions in my previous fight to go toe to toe with the human highlight reel have. Rendered my face unrecognizable. Therefore, I am wearing this frozen mask. I will see you at the top. This son's all what the I heck? inform you that your father has made some really bad decisions <laughs> in the last fight that resulted in his face being virtually unrecognizable. Therefore, to expedite the process of healing, I would like to wear this frozen mask so you, my son, may be able to see me more clearly <laughs> very soon. I love you, son. I will that. see you at the top. That's funny. Yeah. I love that dude. Mm -hmm. Cute kid. Seems like a super nice guy. Yeah, really nice guy. So this is Israel Adesanya, Stylebender, watching the Pahea fight and calling the knee. He posted this afterwards, so I don't know exactly when he did this video, but it seems like he knew what, was, what the guy was going to do. Because you know he's going to shoot well-timed knee, just straight up. Bang. Wee. There it is. Whoa. I thought he was going to do it when he shot in, but I didn't think it's going to fly with him. Boom. We talked about this like two days ago. Like, yeah, we need something new, especially after you lap the division again. So he's excited to fight him again. Especially in MMA, that'd be... That'd be Busy dope. Yeah, yeah. You just need to I would go. imagine. Andre Olofsky and Jake Hager yeah, were at yeah. AEW. Look at this. Arlovsky and Hager just trading shots. I <laughs> and this is JDS. Damn. JDS also does a flip. Check this out. Which I thought was super impressive. That was sick. So they were both at AEW. These boys get into wrestling, man. I mean, you know, that's what they want to do. <laughs> it's better than getting punched in the face, though, right? Fuck yeah. But they're still both getting punched in the face. Oh, sort JDS of. just signed a boxing contract. Oh, yeah, that's true. Andre Lasky's still fighting the UFC. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, good for them. Something outside the box. One of our favorite people to talk about is Sean Strickland. Yeah, I love this guy. <laughs> Apparently, he got into a, uh, a road rage beef. And now, this is him putting his <laughs> on his stories. Such a wild He's dude. So crazy. Well, down your window. What's up? Do you got a gun or a knife? 
Pull that gun, no, I'm saying I'll pull over. No guns or knives. Cheer right now. No guns, no knives. So basically, this guy and him had a road rage incident, and then he wanted to pull over and fight him. But he's like, he's no like yeah, guns just no guns or knives. Let's do this. And the guy goes, I got no guns, but I got bullets. <laughs> that I don't know what happened after this, but he actually put like a survey of. <laughs> What do you say? Gentleman's agreement? No, walk away. Like he's asking the, his followers, "What should this I do?" This is old school shit, man. I'm a bit of a fan of it, where it's like, "Yeah, dude, you talking all that shit?" Like, there needs to be some consequence. People are too comfortable, you know. People are too to flip off, honk, and honk, and there's yeah. no repercussions. Like, like people want to have that attitude until somebody does something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I'm a fan of this because I think the more people realize there's monsters out there like Sean Strickland, these other guys who are trained professional fighters. And you guys talk all the shit all the time. But when it comes down to it, you know what would happen if that guy was like, yeah, I'm down. You know what would happen I know. if Sean Strickland on the side of the highway beat your fucking brains in? Be fantastic. <laughs> so it's just good because people need to, they need to realize, you know. Yeah, you can't just do stuff like that. I fucking love Sean Strickland. <laughs> He's kind of crazy, but. I love him. There's cool things about him, for sure. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the stuff he said back in the days. Yeah, not harsh, cool. But, but he's fantastic. Yeah, there's Because he walks the walk. <laughs> Definitely. He still doesn't have a fight, right? I don't know. Supposed to be against Luke Rockhold, and that, that pulled back, pulled off. They didn't find another opponent. Did yeah. you know he had that troll coming to the gym? He beat the fuck out of him, too. I heard a podcast. I forgot which one it was, but he was like a, one of his training partners. Got in fights with Sean Strickland, like, multiple times. Because his personality. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> like actual fights in the gym. Yeah, I love the dude. Yeah. So, you know, Khabib's been on Twitter a lot, too. He's been talking a lot as well, even though he's retired. Um, he mentioned something about Jose Aldo. This is always weird, too, like, because Khabib's retired and obviously never coming out of retirement. And then to throw shade at Jose, Jose Aldo. Aldo. It's like, All right. Legendary Jose Aldo. So, Khabib told reporters at press conference in Russia that a guy wins one fight and everyone starts talking. Let him fight Peter the same way. Then we can say he's peaking again. You saw what he did against Jan. That shows that you're not at your peak. If you're getting hit and you're conscious and you're not defending yourself, I call those fighters businessmen. They come in to make money. The problem, it's not a problem. One of the things about Khabib, why we love him too, is he just he doesn't have any filter. Mm hmm. Like, what he's saying isn't completely wrong, you know, but it's just fucking harsh, dude. Yeah. That's what happens when you grow up in those Dagestanian winters. You have no time for bullshit. <laughs> saying you, you can't peak again, but we just saw an example with Glover, who got uh, their loss and got there again at 42 when the title completely dominated the champion, took him down, submitted him. This Aldo, is Joseph Oh, this is Aldo. Izzy himself fought Jan for five rounds, pretty boring fight, two-level high-level high athletes. Glover, who's older. Sometimes Kibbe talks too much. He's uh, not doing much these days. He's retired, so he's looking for attention. Yeah. But also, I don't think Kibbe wants to do these interviews. They're just asking me. He has no filter. Mm -hmm. This is Dan Hardy saying that uh, Tyron Woodley turned down a fight with him. Boxing match. Oh, because they were supposed to fight. And then Woodley's definitely not getting the Jake Paul fight, even though he got that tattoo, which is oh. shitty. Yeah. That tattoo is also kind of yeah. sketch. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's going yeah, on with I that. Believe, I think it's real, but you can definitely m mess with it so it doesn't look so lame. <laughs> yeah. So he posted this gif. So you're not going to sign the contract then, Woodley? You've proved my, my point for me. You actually are the frozen one. Couldn't be the YouTube kid, so definitely won't fight someone who's been out for a decade. I'd, I'd watch them fight, but we got to preserve uh, Hardy's brain, man. He's one of the best we have to offer. Because I'll tell you this, my contract signed. I know that he's got a contract in front of him, and deadline is approaching, and he doesn't want to sign it, and I don't know why. I don't know what he, the deal is because terms have been agreed, money has been agreed, 
date has been agreed, rules, conditions, weight class, everything has been agreed, but he hasn't yet signed the contract. So you tell me, Woodley, why haven't you not signed the frozen one? Yeah, I don't know how much views that garners, but I would watch it, but I got problems. This is Khabib. There goes Khabib. Yep, the, the, the no-nonsense Khabib. Mm-hmm. No-nonsense Khabib. Talking Peterson. about Justin no Gaethje. No-nonsense Khabib, man. Khabib said, oh, because he, he wants his boy, his boy. Chev, yeah. to fucking get the last shot. Mm-hmm. So here comes Khabib to the rescue. And last eight fights, you got finished three times, Justin. You had an opportunity to become champion, but you fell asleep. Islam is on a nine-win streak, three fight in 2021, and all finishes. Just shut up and admit that Islam deserves this tie shot, not you. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. It's Justin. Then Just says, your boy has two, and you want him to fight for the belt? My three lives are former champs, interim champ, and current champ. Islam beat number 14 guy and a late replacement number six. Stay humble, champ. Get in line. Don't forget, Darius is sitting right in front of you. I'm with Justin on this. As much as I love those Dagestanians, with Makachev, you can't give him a toss shot right now. He has to go through someone like Darius or a Gaethje or a Chandler before you give him a toss shot. Has to. Yeah. You can't beat a short notice number six guy and then ask for a toss shot. You just can't. He's dominant, but... Well, yeah. we can't give toss shots based off potential. Yeah. We just can't. Otherwise, Hamzat would be fighting for a title tomorrow. <laughs> and this is Khabib again. I'll stick with my opinion. You had a chance. You missed it. But I do agree that the promotion is more interesting in, in you at the moment. Still, you can't ignore nine fight. Absolutely dominant win streak in the UFC. Anyone who has nine victories in a row deserves a title. Leon's like, excuse me. It uh, doesn't matter who it is, Islam or someone else. Ask any fighter in the roster, and they will tell you that nine fight win streak is enough to fight for a title. It's not, though, because you're not fighting the creme de la creme. Mm-hmm. I honestly do believe it's Tim Khabib saying this stuff. He got someone else running that shit or something. He does, obviously. A lot of people believe it's oh, yeah, his, his manager. Really good, yeah. yeah. Is Eddie Alvarez entering? Eddie enters the chat. Mm-hmm. I respect Khabib, but give him just to get you a shot over. Makachev? I respect Khabib, but giving just to get you a shot over Makachev is only right. Islam fought one ranked opponent to stay 9 0, just fought four champions, a legend in DC to be 6 and 3. A legend in DC. Fought four champions and a legend in D.C. What are we missing here? I don't know. A legend in D.C. Someone that's from D.C.? Only one only one road was more honest and true. Truth always wins. I'd rather be six and three. Well, he's he's vouching for I'd rather be nine Justin Gaethje. Yeah, but what's a legend in D.C.? <laughs> All I can think of is Daniel Cormier, Cormier or someone in D.C. Are we missing something? I guess. Whose initials are D.C. in the top? Don Cerrone. Oh, there you go. Oh, Justin job, four Jim. champions and a legend and Don Cerrone to be six and three. Only one road was more honest and true. Truth always wins. I'd rather be six and three. I'd rather be nine no. <laughs> I, I mean, just it is what it is. I know. I'd rather get all my paycheck. And then Ferguson entered. <laughs> Tony Ferguson enters the chat. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, <laughs> Tony put, listen, you fat fuck. <laughs> fuck with a P. Uh, last he's talking to Khabib. Last time I saw you, 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 you ran off to a different country like a little bit to avoid our title fight. The time for that, you faked the stomachache to get out of our title fight. Shut your trap. Leave the man shit to the ones on the front lines. I know Khabib responded to that. Did he? One hundred percent, guarantee it. Guarantee Khabib responded to that. You can't call him a fat fuck and just run <laughs> off into the fucking Twitterverse. There, there you, you go. go. For the last three years, Tony, you never won a single round. <laughs> Fuck sakes. For the last three years, Tony, you never won a single round in the UFC. Some of the rounds you lost 10-8. Since 2015, you only you won only one fighter from the top 15. Tony, it's a clear picture here. I'm not going to go low and personal. I'm not going to insult you. It's just facts. 
Yeah, that's the thing with Khabib. Khabib doesn't have like, you don't really joke around. He just gives you facts. Mm -hmm. But they're harsh, man. Oh, hilarious. Kamaro with the, for the win. Khabib and just gave y'all both my brothers. So do like I didn't get your passwords back. LOL. That's funny. All right. That so that's it for current events. Great. Um, you got a fight night. Again, they're edging us again, kids, till December 11th. We're getting edged again. But you got a fun main event. Misha Tate back in action. One of my favorites. You got Michael Chiesa back in action. Same team there. Stand up. I was at Tacoma. I think you both saw Tacoma Spokane. One of those places up north there. So we go up north up at the Everett Theater, November 27th. Come on out. Uh, Misha Tate and Chiesa tickets on me. You got uh, Vieira versus Misha Tate as your main event. It's actually not an easy fight for Misha Tate. Mm -hmm. Even though Vieira's coming off a loss, she's a little bit of a beast. Black belt in jiu-jitsu, national champion in Brazil. Misha Tate fans herself a grappler, so we'll see how that goes. Misha Tate for the win, though. I never bet against Misha Tate. Love her. Michael Chiesa trying to get back on the winning track against Sean Brady. Not an easy task. Ronnie Yaya is back. Your boy Ho Kang is back. Kyung Ho Kang. Uh, you know, they're edging us to December 11th for the big pay-per-view. But this will be a fun one. I'll be watching from my home. Thank God I'll be home. Watching this on my couch with some tiger-thick whiskey, baby, baby. Enjoy the fights, kids. Uh, There's also another one. Oh, wow. But it's not till November. 20th. Oh, that's Saturday? Yeah, yeah. All right. Shit, we're in November. Uh, <laughs> holy fuck. Yeah. You got Crawford versus Sean Porter. Great, you know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Crawford's a fucking monster. Porter's a monster, too, but uh, Crawford claims himself as pound-for-pound champ. I think Canelo would have something to say about that. Um, Team Canelo here. Terrence Crawford's minus 600. That's boxing for you. Timo Fomo fights on the 27th, uh, and he's on minus 1,200, so that's fun. Uh, yeah, go Terrence Crawford. I love Terrence yeah. Crawford. He's been on Food Truck. Yes, he has. That's the fights, man. Uh, your boy just got done shooting a special. Next up for me is November 27th at the Everett Theater in Washington. It's about 30 minutes out Seattle. Uh, apparently, it's the, the hometown of Boeing Jets. So if you work at the Boeing uh, place, come on out, man. Take a break from building jets and uh, fixing those ones that crash when they're on cruise control and come to the show one night only, one show only. The whole crew will be there, though. That is Everett, Washington, right outside Seattle, November 27th. And then Dania, Florida, basically Fort Lauderdale Improv. They just redid it, rebranded, whole new club. December 30th through January 1st. Bring in 2022 with your thick friend here. We're going to have some good old times. I'd be willing to bet Tiger Thick Whiskey is there as well. That is Dania, Florida, Fort Lauderdale, for God's sakes. December 30th through January 1st. Tickets at FATKZ.com. And every single person you know who sells merch is going to do it on Black Friday. But I'm doing it this Friday. It's Thick Friday. This fucking Friday, we'll have some of the flannels will be back, those thick boy uh, baseball jerseys, a special collab with built camo shirts are dropping as well. It's going to be a fucking fiesta at thickboy.com this Friday. It's thick Friday. So there's Black Friday, there's thick Friday. Everybody else can wait to next Friday, but not me. I do it my way. It's this Friday. It's thick Friday. There will be discounts. Everything will be restocked. Thickboy.com. There's my wife, the thick girl. Fantastic. Go to thickboy.com for Thick Friday this fucking week. All right, kids, that's it. Everett Washington, you're up next. Stay thick. Be nice. Love you guys. I'm out. Unbeaten champ, Brandon, the heartbreaker Figueroa. Figueroa from Heartbreaker.
the rib breaker has been on a collision course with undefeated champion Stephen Fulton Jr. I'm the king of the 122-pound division. Now the electrifying unification bout fight fans have waited for is here. Another instant classic is on the horizon. Brandon Figueroa versus Stephen Fulton Jr. for the 122-pound unification title live on Showtime.